I'm the best. I'm the best. I'm the best. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I've been kind of fucked up. Did I tell you I went to the dentist? No. I went to the dentist, and it was my first dentist visit in about 18 years. Yeah, I don't remember what that's like. Yeah. We're in the same boat. Right. It was okay, though. It ended up working out. You know, he checked everything out. The motherfuckers took x-rays of my entire inside head. Did they have to put that, like, plate in your mouth? Yeah, they did it sectionally. Like, from the right Mm -hmm. to the left, they just had me bite down on this thing that felt really, really uncomfortable on my gums. Yes. Yeah, I hated it. I remember that. that I hated it. I was gagging on it when I was a little kid. Yeah, I was real disappointed in myself because I was just like trying not to, but I just kept gagging. I was like, bro, can you please put it deeper? I'm like, I don't know what agenda (laughs) you have, but he kept sliding that shit to the back of my throat. I'm like, gee, and it didn't make me feel any more comfortable because he was um, a dental assistant that was new. He was like, yeah, you know, it's my first day here. This is like a a stodge of sorts. They want to see how I work. want to see if I can get into the office. So, you know. I'm like, why the fuck they send you to me? I was like, this is my first visit. Like, I don't want no new nigga in my mouth. And you made him look bad because you weren't taking it. You nah. weren't letting him hit the back of your throat. The dentist came in and was like, why you keep? Why is he gagging so much? You're supposed to go easy on him. And I'm like, bro, that didn't actually happen. But <laughs> I was just disturbed. That sounds like the plot of something. It does. But everything went okay. They took the x- x-rays. He came in. He checked out my mouth. Uh, and once he went in, he actually said... You have impeccable oral hygiene, and I'm actually impressed. Um, he only drilled like a little bit of one tooth because it had a, like one small speck of what could have become a cavity. He was like, yeah, I'm going to just drill that out. I was like, okay, I guess. Maybe he just did it for fun so that other guy could see. He just right. made that up. Right. I was just like, okay. So he did that and then cleaned my teeth, and I was on my way. But now when I brush my teeth and floss and shit like that, like, I feel like I'm not just doing it for myself. I'm doing it so I don't have a bad experience next time I go to see one. Because, you know, you can't go from impeccable oral hygiene to just fucked up. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I think it's real important to get that shit checked out. And um, I've also been on YouTube looking at people getting, like, you know, dental things done. Not necessarily root canals every time, but... The mouth is a very wild place. It's uh, it's its own ecosystem. It's very nasty. It's like Fern Gully. Actually, yeah, no, it's it's really disgusting. Like just the moisture and the meat and the teeth and the like. It's a, it's just a bunch of stuff, you know. But then again, that stuff doesn't really phase me because I happen to watch weird shit like that. I was watching this Pimple Pop compilation last night. You want to see some of the clips? Yeah, but uh. Interestingly enough, I was watching some nasty shit last night. What was you watching? So, uh, I I realized that I might be afraid of falling asleep recently. Ooh, what does that mean? I don't know. So, uh, when I have something to do, you know, I get uh, anxiety about falling asleep and getting enough sleep. Uh, but the last however long, my schedule, it's like I pretty much never have to be awake before 10 or 11 so i'm not that worried about it right but then i start to be like you know it's kind of like if somebody put a gas mask on your face you'd be like yeah you about to feel this and be knocked out that's how i feel going to sleep now oh no i gotta do something about that but anyway so so one of the ways you know reading helps people sleep and i only uh i'm a little choosy about what books i read so i've been looking at reddit only reading zane books before going to sleep, you remember the Zane books? No. You remember Zane books? Zane books? Z-A-N-E. All the black moms had them, and it was just like erotica, hood nigga, erotica. No. Zane. Oh, my Your God. mother had these books? Yes. I was in the passenger seat of the car while she was driving. Like, she would get out to do something. I would, like, pick it up, try and read a quick chapter, be horny as hell in the passenger seat, because it was real descriptive. And it was like nigga, it was like nigga erotica. And it was just like straight up Zane. All right, finish your story and I'm going to talk to you about this. We'll get back to it. I'll just quickly say, uh, as far as I know, my mother didn't read horny books unless she was just really good at hiding them. (laughs) Uh, So I've been, uh, one of the things I'll read is I've been reading Reddit. I made a Reddit account. And I I don't know if that's good or bad, but what they had 
last night was like the it was this thread of the worst things you've seen on the internet mm-hmm. and they were ref- the people who were posting they were saying that these clips were so bad they weren't even going to link to them but a couple of them you know i had to look them up see what that was about so what did you see there was one that they were it was this chinese factory worker and he was off in this part of the the the, the factory where there's like he was by himself uh so nobody was around him and he ended up it was this like thing that was spinning real fast and and getting cloth up in it rolling up cloth and for some reason he was straddling it or something to try to make sure the cloth was straight and it snatched him up and it was like spinning him and beating him into the ground like like 60 times a minute for like five minutes straight because nobody knew it was happening oh and then you just start seeing it was almost like a cartoon like something that would be in family guy like then you just start seeing blood streaks on the ground after a while it just goes and it doesn't end and i was like that was pretty messed up but you know i've seen pretty bad stuff the worst one though and a lot of people had pointed this one out it's this cartel torture video wait 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 is it the one with the knife or the one with the pit bull I've seen I've seen the Pitbull one I before. I hate it. I hate it. I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. This I is the one where it. they take his face off. Did you see that? I don't think I saw that one. I saw a dude getting skinned alive. You know what I'm saying? And I saw them go in and pull like his heart out and then stab through it. I hate it. I hate it. See, there was like this arc on online, specifically Twitter, where niggas was like uploading just just like smut films just like torture niggas is dying videos and i don't understand why they were doing that i will say that majority of the people uploading them shits was nigerian dudes actually from nigeria and they had um captions like yeah we must catch the perpetrators of so on and so forth i'm like no you're not posting these videos so you can catch whoever the fuck it is doing this shit you posting it so people can see this shit and potentially like interact with it, retweets. Like, yeah, I was re- no, those people are not getting caught. I'm gonna report them shits every time I see them shits. I hate it. I hated it. I hated it. Well, I think it's interesting just because it's like it's stuff that you would see in a horror movie, but it's real. It's real. There's a certain surrealism that like kind of washes over you when you see that shit. I'm sitting here and it's like, what the fuck is this? There's like stages. The first stage is what the fuck is this? The second stage is, oh, wait, okay. The third stage is, is this real? And the fourth stage, which is where, like, the hairs on the back of my neck stand up, and I feel cold, is like, this is real. And then the last one's, oh, my God. So as soon as I see some shit and seem like something is going to go awry, I cut that shit off, like, immediately. Because, you know, we on the Internet, and we say certain things, like, desensitize us to other things, and we like the champion being unaffected or unbothered by the things that we scroll by but now you should be bothered you should for the most part and these things do fuck with us like you know what i'm saying did you ever see the video of this chick who was topless and hanging out of a car oh her head got and her head got smashed into like the pole and shit she actually died yeah i was like i feel super duper uncomfortable with that shit um so what was in just to end this quickly what was interesting about this clip is uh so they got this man laying on the ground, and they're uh, giving him what for. And they had basically just taken all the skin off of the front of his face. So they Nicholas caged him. He's <laughs> he's like screaming kind of every now and then, but it's like a skeleton doing it, so it's fucking weird. And then, like they're not really holding him down as good anymore after a while, because you know he's dying. And then so he gets one of his hands up to like touch his face. He ain't got no hand on the end of his arm. He already had his hands cut off. But the best part of it is Funky Town is playing on the radio in the background. (laughs) I didn't expect that last So people are calling it the Funky Town cartel torture (laughs) video. The Funky Town cartel torture video. I almost feel bad for the people doing it. 
Yeah, you you are sacrificing a piece of your humanity. If you're cutting a, a living person's face off to Funky Town on the radio, and you're just like another day at the office. Yeah, is this is just a Tuesday to me? Yeah, I don't know what has led you down that path. Hopefully, you don't enjoy that shit. But I feel like, you know, you you kind of are into it if you're still doing that shit. I, I don't know how the hierarchy works. I don't know. Um, you know who has face cutting duties on what day of the week so i can't really comment dun, on dun, that dun, too much dun, 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 dun. that song though like they couldn't do it to mask off what year was this made yeah, i don't know and it's also i don't know what they play in the radio all right it's bad that was bad i over feel bad where they're at that's true like i would i would probably lose my shit if somebody just started cutting a face off face i said face cutting a face <laughs> off to mask off but what i wanted to do is talk about erotic novels uh i did but i also wanted to get into something else after that but i did look up some zane books here zane sex chronicles you never heard of that why would i hear of that getting buck wild 2002 addicted the Sisters of APF. I don't know what the fuck Dear G-Spot? Dear G-Spot. Straight talk. What is this? Straight talk about sex and love. Marriage in a Bottle. It looks like her last book was made in 2007. I think I read some of that Dear G-Spot shit. I think the closest my mom got to that was how Stella got her groove back. Wasn't that song? No, not a song. Wasn't that movie about, um, you know... She got an ain't shit husband or she's getting a divorce and then she goes on vacation and was it Tay Diggs or something? Yeah, it was Tay Diggs. Was he Jamaican in that movie? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I can't recall. I saw it when I was very young and was not interested. Mm-hmm. But the couple that movie was based off of, you know, the the younger dude ended up being gay, right? The cu- Wait, this the book was based off of true <sighs> life events. Uh-huh. It sure was. Um, the guy that Tay Diggs was uh, acting as ended up being gay. So she got her groove back with a gay man who then left her. Uh, Yep, pretty much. Yep, yep, yep. Basically, I'm looking up the true story right now. The movie was based on a book by Terry McMillan who wrote about her own life and marriage to Jamaican Jonathan Plummer in 1998. She was in her late 40s and he was in his early 20s. Wait, did he, did he get citizenship or something out of it? He, yeah, he might have. I don't know, because they did get married. Um, Man, that would be so dope to do that to somebody. I know, right? And Dece- I ain't even like that shit. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even like that. Uh, in December 2004, Plummer told McMillan that he was gay, and in March 2005, she filed for divorce. Oh, so she filed for a divorce a whole year after he told her. Maybe he, he just gay. said that because he wanted somebody else. I'm gay. Like, I don't, I've never not wanted to have sexual intercourse or... A relationship with someone so much that I've said I was gay. So uh, I hope he's. I would assume that he's actually gay. No, probably. Yeah, but, no, you know, no, for real, for real. Like he stranger be, things have happened. Yeah, of course. Uh, which leads me to my next thing because before we were talking about being on the internet a little bit and how people feign being desensitized or unaffected by the things that they come across. Um, I found out that I was blocked at some point by an adult actress uh, by the name of Sarah J. And um, I actually feel bad. I'm confused by it. I actually feel bad. I don't recall you ever saying anything mean no. and and also like tagging her in it. I've never tagged her. I've, never I've tagged, tagged her, her in a few things involving you. And, and I'm, I'm not blocked. Right. And I've never no and I've never said anything mean after you've tagged me in those things. Maybe um, she just maybe she, she meant searched. to block me. No, I doubt it. I, I feel like <laughs> I doubt it. I feel like she might have searched her name. And if that's the case, I do I do actually feel bad because I'm thinking about You wouldn't even be okay. Do you know how much time she would have to put in to searching her name and looking for negative stuff to even get to you? You think you're one of the top perpetrators of saying Sarah J's not hot? Uh, probably not. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know. I know. I know. I'm I'm just concerned because I don't want to have. I I really want that to not have happened. Like if in my head I'm picturing her 
hopping on, searching her name and seeing because I was pretty consistent for about two or three years here and there. (laughs) And then that's not including when certain people will want to get into debates with me about the shit. Um, Yeah. See, I wish I had receipts for this because now I'm curious of how if you search, I'm not going to do it right now because I actually I felt bad because I don't want anybody. One of the main reasons why I'm online and one of the main things I try to do when I am online is to be positive, not make fun of people, make sure everybody's in, like just comfortable and crack jokes, be humorous and whatever else, because I like having a good time. But if I indeed did make her feel like shit, then I am going to. Feel On bad. May 11th, 2019, you said, find out your kid bussing to Sarah J videos. You got to put him up for adoption. I do also want to say that I meant every single thing that I said. So. But look at, okay, somebody else who was not you said Sarah J looks like Michael Rappaport. Uh, oh, I can see it. I can see it. It's the nose. It's the nose. I'm picturing it like in my head right now. Yeah, yeah. She does have similar facial structure to Michael Rappaport. Is he from Boston? I thought he was from New York. He might be. I, he, I think he is. He just has that East Coast accent, so I'm not sure what that is. So I'm I'm at an impasse because I did mean the things that I said because I'm not I'm not a fan necessarily. But when I'm critiquing people on online, whether they be celebrities or not, I have to acknowledge that these people are human beings just like me, and try not to say hurtful or mean things. Um, but it's it's hard. It's rough. You're officially a cyber bully. I have opinions and I want to express them, but not hurt feelings at the same time. So I guess I just have to work on my wording, you know. Um, But, uh, you know, it's it's not that bad. And we got to look somebody up. Look who up. Somebody responded to you and said, Sarah J is a new challenger named Katie. Yeah, I saw that. I'm not I was too scared to, like, look that up. So I'm going to probably do that later. I'm going to do that later at some point. Wait, no, look at it now. No, nah, I don't want to look at it right now. What are you scared of? Uh, I don't know. I just don't know what's going to happen. I remember asking her if Caden, uh, whoever the hell it is he named, was like of the same facial structure variety, and he said no. So it might be a little bit more safe. Um, But uh, in the meantime, are you looking that up? No, oh, somebody. Okay. Yeah, we're not gonna look that some up. Some man texted me a sad face. All right, don't don't reply. Just leave more red. Um, so anyway, we have a uh, bigger things to be concerned about, I suppose. Uh, particularly, uh, the Iran situation. I'm still unsure. Can I give you a timeline of what I know has occurred thus far? Sure. All right. <laughs> so all I know is the uh. This uh, military fact leader was killed slash assassinated over in Iran. She went crazy because all I recall was playing video games when I looked up and somebody was like World War Three. And I was like, what are you talking about? And I looked and I got the details and I saw what was going on. Of course, people online were having a field day with it because something new was happening and a lot of people cope with humor. And um, that happened. Iranian niggas was like, yo, it's go time. I was shook. And then I weighed my options. I'm 30. Nobody's going to really be drafting me or in a rush to like draft me that I know of 30 plus you a little bit on the safer side. So it is what it is. I'm not going to make jokes about that because motherfuckers do actually get shot and people are in the actual military. It is what it is. But after that happened, and Iranian people were like, you know, no, it's war with Donald Trump. We don't fuck with Americans. Like, Americans, y'all cool. Y'all didn't do this, but we want your boy. Apparently, there was a bounty of sorts that was placed. Somebody was like, yo, they put this price on Donald Trump's head. I was like, I don't know what's going on. There's a lot of misinformation that kind of shoots off when things like this happen. No, that was real, but I mean, you know. Right, right. It, it's an awkward spot for both countries because yeah. they... Uh, Despite, I know, like, Americans think we have the biggest war penis, which is kind of true, but it's not like we would just go in there. Like, Iran has a real-ass army. So, we've been in the Middle East for, like, 20 years now, right? Like, Mm -hmm. and I guess, you know, if you weigh the casualties or whatever, we're, we're air quotes winning, but, like, it's not. 
it's not awesome. It's not like, not to say that Desert Storm was awesome, but uh, you know, when I was a kid, we we went to Iraq. It was like two right. weeks or something, and not a lot of American soldiers died. Whatever you feel about that war, I'm just giving the context of like. I guess the the supposed easiness scale, however you want to put it. Right. Iran would be a uh, a very expensive and drawn out and uh, bloody thing. And then I guess you know again we America would technically win, but it yeah it would suck for both sides. So I don't think it, either side really wanted it, despite uh, assassinating someone for kind of no reason. Right. So it was this weird thing where Iran was like, hey, we're gonna attack these like bases. Yes. So they warned ahead of time so they wouldn't kill a bunch of people and then bomb them. And then they're like, okay, we're even. Because they don't actually want to do that. Right. And then a, a Ukrainian plane had a malfunction and went down as it was over Iran. And everyone was like, nah, this is kind of weird. We're going to look into this. What's going on with that? And they went and made an attempt to do an investigation and found out that they shot down a Ukrainian plane with like a bunch of Canadians and whomever else on it. Um, So that was thrown in. And basically, Iran was like, hey, see what had happened was or my bad. You knew about that, right? Yeah. And then I think they they put the person who filmed it in jail. Yeah, man, it's a lot of weird shit going on. We don't fear monger on the podcast, but, uh, you know, when I don't know what the fuck is going on, I'm very, I'm very quick to be on the forefront of letting y'all know that I don't know what the fuck is going on. And I happen to not know what the fuck is going on a lot, but I really don't know what the fuck is going on right now. It's one of those things where we'll just pay attention to stuff as it's happening uh, while trying to avoid the propaganda you know, why is it that I haven't, well, I'm not the most politically inclined person, but the guy that was assassinated, you know, after he was assassinated, that's when the articles and the references to his character and what he's done. Nobody knew who that guy was. Like, it's like, you know, he did this, he did that, he did this, he had to go. I was like, I didn't know who the fuck. The people writing those stories didn't know who he was either. I'm like, bro, Uh, and he did work with America I mean, stuff like that is complicated. It's very complicated. So I think it's unfair. Uh, you know, you could apply that logic to plenty of uh, Americans if you wanted to. No, of course. So, I mean. But it it, it was kind of odd to see uh, the press kind of jump on the bandwagon of kind of justifying the uh, death or yeah, the killing of this gentleman. Um, of somebody who's supposedly one of the most dangerous people to America, but nobody's, nobody's ever heard of him. Nobody's heard of him prior to this. It's like, okay, all right. I understand it's fear mongering is what it is. You know, you take advantage of the fact that people have not heard who this person is. So you create a narrative that pushes what you want to push. It's not the first time we've seen something like this, but we're, you know, anti-war uh, pussies or whatever. I know I am. I'm not trying to, I'm not fighting for nobody. I, I barely fuck with America as is depending on what's going on. You know what I'm saying? But we're lame. We think you should spend money on feeding people and stuff. Mm-hmm. And maybe homes and like, you know, keeping people off the streets and stuff like that. Um, you know, I don't know. It would be kind of cool if like you had your tax money and they gave you like a multiple choice. What's it called? So you could choose what it is that your taxes go towards. Affordable housing or like two bombs. I'm I don't like, know. Hard mm, choice. Can I can I use the bombs? <laughs> that would, that's what would help me determine what I wanted to do. But you know, we can't choose, so we kind of just have to deal with things as they come along. Um, I do want to mention the speaking of taxes. I saw a video involving a police officer that pleased me, and that's really rare about now. Um, you know that gun girl? I don't know her actual name. Uh, Caitlin Bennett, right? Oh, there you go. The gun girl. Yeah, yeah. Caitlin Bennett, I believe, was at, I'm not sure if it was a pride parade or a pride festival, but there was a police officer talking to her and he was checking her. He was checking her like, look, you got to move around. Did you see that clip? 
Yeah, I did. Because you know what these people do? Like, they go, well, did you see the one about uh, trans rights where the guy was like, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. What do you think about men that have periods? Like, do you think they should go to a doctor or something? And he's like, I don't know. That's them. I don't care. And she, they go to these places and they try to incite uh, chaos and commotion by being insensitive, you know, which is, which is stupid. I mean, but it gets them the results and the footage that they need in order to push the narrative that they want to push. So she's at this festival or place or whatever else. And I love the way this police officer is talking to her. He's like, you know what? Um, you got to stop. Don't you can keep doing what you're doing, but just know that there are repercussions. If I get another complaint about you, I'm going to have to approach you and do what I have to do. So just keep that in mind. She's like, why are you telling us to stop? And he's like, I'm not telling you to stop. I am telling you that if you keep fucking with these people, they do not like you. Why are you here? What are you doing? It was it was one of the most surreal moments that I've seen. And I'm not, um, you know, saying hurrah for the police officer. I'm not congratulating the bare minimum, but it's just a moment where one of the rare moments where I've seen an officer like in a video um, saying what I think needs to be said, because usually it's some bullshit when I see police officers in videos. Apparently, Odell Beckham Jr. has a warrant out because he smacked a cop on the ass after LSU won. I miss that part. I just know the um, if he gave out real money, it's a problem. Do you know about that? No, I don't know shit about that. He was um, handing out money to the players after they won. And if it's real money, then a lot of people are in trouble, which is uh, pretty disgusting and unfortunate. It is. Yeah. That they is. have all these rules about college athletes not being able to get anything, literally anything, while the schools make hundreds of millions of dollars what if it was a gift no i mean it literally was a gift but that what they're trying to figure out based on the footage is if it was you know play money or real money of course i would imagine it's real money if it's real money but the burden of proof is on them so hopefully the students get away with it right some of them can just say they gave it back or something like that um oh I'm happy we talking about money a little bit. Uh, I'm, I'm wrapping up the Caitlin, Caitlin Bennett thing. I don't want to give her too much attention. It, she doesn't really matter. I mean, she's been out of college for years. Well, it's weird to see this cycle uh, keep going where it's like somebody goes viral for being like uh, xenophobic or something. And then they get offered a job by some right wing outlet. And then they have their 15 minutes or Sometimes, unfortunately, way longer. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm surprised. Um, you know that little black boy? The CJ? Trump boy? Trump boy? I don't know if he's a Trump boy. But uh, CJ Pearson, I'm surprised nah, he's not, like, out here making real, real money. But he's not even 18 yet. But he's like, I'm a 12-year-old black Republican. Yeah, nah. And he's been really active on, like, Twitter and YouTube. And I, he's probably, like, 16 now. What a fucking loser. You can't even vote, dog. (laughs) (laughs) Corny ass boy. What you doing? What? uh, I mean, obviously he's stupid, but what was really (laughs) stupid was he was, uh, uh, the last election he was like, and this is why I think Ted Cruz should be president. And I'm like, out of every, like Ted Cruz out of everybody. What are you talking about? You just want to be different. I don't know, man. Who likes Ted Cruz? Ted Cruz don't even like Ted Cruz. That's why Trump said that his dad was a Zodiac killer. <laughs> that shit was funny as hell. Uh, see, that's how Trump got where he is. He just spent that whole campaign run, like, roasting the shit out of everybody. And he's like, what did he say, Jeb Bush? Was it Jeb? I don't know. He's like, a mess. A mess. Just a mess. No. Stop talking. The 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 most recent thing that he said that I thought was hilarious, where um, that guy, somebody died. And then he was like, oh, I, I put the flag at half-mast. I did all this. I did all that. And, you know, maybe he's he's up in heaven looking down. Maybe he's looking up. Maybe he's looking oh, up. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, my God. He said the dude was oh in my, hell. He said the d- oh, my God. This is terrifying. If it wasn't so scary, it would be more funny. It's, it's, it's original recipe funny right now. Like, you know, no extra crispy. But it's this is a person that's in charge of things, which is quite terrifying to me. But while we're talking about money, 
um, as of January 1st here in Chicago, recreational marijuana has been legal. And on January 3rd, a dispensary in the Logan Square area was burglarized. You know how much they got away with? I do not know. $200,000 in all cash. That's dope. Yeah, they're cash only. I went to a dispensary on the south side for my sister the other day, and I got to my first time. Was it crowded? Nah, it had kind of worn off. Okay. Uh, but so she, she needed some down. emergency edibles. Emergency edibles? Yes. Okay, I understand. Yeah. Nah. Um, You know how I feel about dispensaries. You know how I feel about the weed thing. I really... Don't care. Um, I would like to have seen some diversity and uh, representation amongst the individuals that opened up the dispensaries, you know, especially in a place like Chicago, where the black demographic makes up a, a, it used to make up a chunky percentage of uh, the population. But I know a lot of niggas just like hopped up and started moving to like Atlanta and Texas and so on and so forth. But there's still a good amount of negroes here no so. they're still it's still a yeah. black city black like, city yeah. white people are the minority here officially now right yeah i believe so so i just wanted to see i, I just want the nigga to legally sell me weed that's all i want to see i just want i just want that yeah. experience well, i would like to we already that. knew what was gonna happen we did we did so um i didn't necessarily feel bad that a dispensary was hit because they did not take any of the medical marijuana, so people that needed medicinally were still able to get what they needed. They didn't take any recreational because they were all out of recreational, and I don't think that was the target in the first place. They went in. It was like a burglary, uh, like a, what's the word I'm looking for? A heist. They used a key card to get in, got in, did what they had to, and dipped out with the cash. I feel like they're almost definitely going to get caught, though. You think so? I don't know. Well, so when I went to this dispensary, there's like three different foyers you got to go through to get in. And there's cameras everywhere. Like, I don't know, man. And I feel like this is high profile enough where the police are going to actually try to yeah, figure this out. They they are. Uh, apparently, City Hall is pushing for... Um, this to be found out and the investigation to be pushed forward. Uh, I was at work and, you know, over in the Logan Square area. And what they've been doing is going to certain establishments in the neighborhood and asking to check the cameras um, just because they want to see if someone in the neighborhood picked up on who it was, maybe like walking by and, you know, shit like that. So, um, yeah, they actually making an attempt to do it. I respect it, you know, the robbing that is, and also the attempt to catch them, I suppose, because that's my tax money going to work, maybe, like, whatever. I, it's like, you know, something to keep people busy and shit like that, but nah, I think it was a victimless crime, so I'm not really hung up on who, what, when, and where, so it is what it is. So, uh, somewhat related to that is... um they're trying to figure out if police should still be able to stop you just because they smell marijuana. Cause you know, that's a big excuse they use yeah. to harass people. Yeah. So I'm interested to see how that plays out. Cause uh, honestly, in my mind, that was like my first question when it came to legalization. Mm-hmm. So, um, while they figuring it out, I know for a fact that, um, smoking is only permitted on private property. You can't smoke and drive, but also you can't be visible on your private property while you're smoking. I didn't know that part. So you can't be on a porch. No. So mm. that's that's the letter of the law. The mayor said, police, please don't harass people. But like legally they can. So you have to even if you want to smoke in your front yard and you're inside and you're on your property and there's a fence, it has to be like a privacy fence. Technically. Interesting. That's really interesting. OK, but we can drink on our porch, though. Right. We can drink on our porches and shit like that. I believe so. Huh, okay. It's your property. Yeah, right. I don't know why it's special for marijuana, but like, whatever. Secondhand, I don't know. I don't whatever. Know. I think they just want excuses to kind of like harass people still, you know? So I know implicitly, like in the list of things you couldn't do, 
they said you can't smoke near or in front of an on-duty police officer, even though it's legal. I was like, okay, got you. Um, I just don't understand, like, why why split hairs? Like, okay, it's legal, just fucking chill. Just make it legal. If it's legal, just make it legal. Like, make it a, it's damn near a cigarette, except... Nah, damn near, because you get secondhand smoke and lung cancer from cigarettes. I would at least, I wouldn't mind getting secondhand high from, you know, like, (laughs) you know, hey, it's just like the effect without having to do the the work. So you kind of just like mooching off of the next person. Um, Now, (laughs) there's something I want to talk about right now. Uh, Are you familiar with or around a lot of fraternity niggas at all? (laughs) Of course not. Okay, got you. Understood. But my father... Oh, I know one. Shit, I forgot. Oh, that's right. John. Yeah, I wasn't going to say his name. I tried to be slick just now. And like Mexican fraternity brother. Yeah. Now, okay. So recently, there was there was Lil Boozy who was doing like... he. Oh, no, he wore a garment that had like fraternity-based ties to it. I think it was like a Kappa-affiliated garment. I think it's hilarious. Like, um, <laughs> I want them. I want them to try to punish him for this. Uh, oh. It's mm, it's so interesting to see how people get worked up. It's not a culture that I'm a part of, so I can't fully understand the things that. Well, if you had place. to get spanked and peed on and branded and all this other shit just so you could wear a t-shirt, you would take that seriously too. Not take it seriously, but you would be like, damn, he just gets to wear it for free without... Maybe that's what it is about it. Yeah, I'm not understanding the process of what it takes to um, walk or become a part of these affiliations. So I can't really comment on that. But I will say, from the outside looking in, it is a very humorous um, conflict to, to watch uh, growing up with my dad, he he he's a kappa, and he's serious he bark about at you? that shit. No, no, he. I don't think the kappas are the barking niggas. Like the kappas are the uh, these uh, like rubbing your, your rubbing your thighs and your like shoulder shimmying ass niggas. Like you've seen. So those it's before. like erotic stomp the yard. Yeah, it's like Zane stomp the yard meets real sex meets um, soul glow greasy shimmery seductive type niggas um apparently these fraternities all right look if you if you're a sorority or fraternity person like correct us if we fucking shit up right now but from what i understand cues of the purple and gold barking niggas like those the one who be eating air coochie mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. they be like i'm gonna do it right now not i'm not doing the hand motions i'm gonna just do the tongue part it's like did I do that right? No, look straight at me when I'm doing it. No, it was even worse when I closed my eyes because <laughs> I just heard it only. <laughs> um, uh, Kappas are the soda, shoulder shimmy and uh, real seductive, super slick niggas. And then um, Alphas, I don't know that much about them, but people keep making jokes about them being gay. I don't I don't know what that's about. I don't know what that's about. I don't know. I don't know what that's about. But um, I'm saying all of this to say that, you know, I grew up. From the outside looking in, because my dad is a Kappa, like hardcore, he, he got branded like on his shoulder. It's like a diamond with the K on the inside and shit. I think he went to college in Mississippi. He got um, that chewed up bubble gum on his arm? Yeah. No, it looks pretty neat. It looks pretty neat. It's not lumpy and like nasty looking, fortunately. But um, when I was a kid, I used to see that shit and think, oh, man, that's cool. That's what's up. You know, he's like, yeah, you know, join this, join that. And he has the red and white cane. I think he still has it, but he used to have it when I was a kid. And he used to like twirl it and do like all types of stuff. And I would like watch him <laughs> to uh, like, you know, he would play music. So I respect it. It gives, it gives, uh, dog, you laughing too hard, dog. This is my, just, dad. This is my dad, just, bro. This is my dad, bro. I'm just this is my dad, picturing bro. your household. Your mom dad. is he was breaking a, shit. Your mom is reading a Zane book by the fireplace, and your dad is twirling the cane around, and, and you're I'm just, just sitting, sitting there, there like... wondering what the fuck I got myself into. Yeah, no, this makes a lot of sense. Like these things have come together to help make me the person that I am today. Um, so I respect these organizations, but you know, I do recall vividly when he would like twirl them shits and do his thing and whatever else, and do his stepping and stuff in the house because he would show me. 
these things when I was a younger boy, he would break things on occasion. And he'd be like, oh, shit. And my mom would come home and find things broken. And she'd be like, who the fuck did this? And, of course, she would blame it on the kids initially. Be like, which one of y'all broke? You know, he would, he would, you know, like, nah, I was, uh, showing them, you know, these steps and then just have, so they started developing a rapport based off of him, like goofing around in the house and he would break things. And my mom would, after a while, just be like, stop with the fucking cane in the house. And it was funny to me, you know, the quirks of like getting older and stuff. But if these organizations and affiliations like give you, um, a way to network, but not only that, they give back to the community, um, which some of them do. They do charities, they do fundraisers, they do so on and so forth. I respect that. I'm cool with that. Um, But it sounds corny, but if someone's fucking up, just maybe explain to people why they shouldn't be doing that shit. I feel like if I hop online and I see dudes with a bunch of candy canes, Talking about beating a nigga ass because you wore a shirt is kind of difficult to take that seriously. Yeah, fraternity guys trying to act hard to Boosie, like, come on, it's like no, you're not intimidating anybody. Yeah, no, it's like don't do that. We know, we know what you had to do to earn your letters or whatever. See, all right, bro, that's it's it's like real wild. I will say I'm not letting nobody paddle me. I, I'm 30 now. Those days are gone. Maybe like, at well, the yeah, age but like then, 19, you know, they get 20. you when you're 18, 19, yeah, they get you early and you want to belong somewhere. Yeah. You want to be associated with these things. Everyone wants to belong to something. I do know that much. Um, but I, myself, especially at the age that I am now, I'm not getting paddled by nobody unless it's like a dominatrix of sorts and it's good paddling. And, uh, despite what these fraternity people may tell you, about how cool their fraternity is. There's always chapters, at least one per state, that is really whack. Oh, like yeah, of their sense. own frat. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. Actually, we, oh. uh, they were nice guys. Uh, a, a chapter of uh, my friend's fraternity invited us uh, out of city to do something, uh, and when we got there, they were all wearing their their custom fraternity jackets with their uh, special fraternity nicknames on the back. Mm-hmm. And they were all uh, nerds and uh, all the nicknames were really whack. And but the only one I remember was uh, Kratos. K-R-A-T-O-S. Yeah. And like I, God of War. And I asked him about it and he was like, yeah, I just really like the God of War games. Oh, damn. You need to cool the backstory in that, man. That's rough. Oh damn, Kratos! No. You will respect Big Brother Kratos. Oh come on, dog! Roop, damn, roop. that's alright, bro. Chill. Hey, <laughs> I am not. I am not trying to have these niggas like hitting me up, bro. Please, like, please, please, like, no. People take that shit super duper seriously. I saw a video where these dudes was like spitting. Somebody cr- they cracked. They was all laying down next to each other on their back. Someone cracked an egg into the first one's mouth and they had to get up and spit the egg into the next nah. dude's mouth. Mm-hmm. Hold on, wait, is there a video for nah, this? that's nah, we're egg good. Egg spit. Egg spit. Yeah, it was a raw egg that they just kept spitting into one another's mouth. It you was, know, uh, uh, if you're I'm not saying you shouldn't join a fraternity, but if you're considering it think about Delancey's social life and how he can uh, just walk around and be in all sorts of social circles without having to go through any... No! I'm showing him the video as he's speaking. You know what? I'm showing... <laughs> no. Well, he says Delancey's social life. They're, why are they look trying to look hard while doing this? Because they probably... Wait, just, one dude's mouth was open too <laughs> wide. What? Wait. Alright, <laughs> 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 cut it off, cut it off, cut off. That's the... Um, he says my social life, but Reggie also is able to, um, you know, walk amongst different people, different de- demographics and social circles. And you could just show up and be accepted and you don't have to do all this. All shit. it takes is not being an asshole. It's really, it's really easy to do. I think that dry hurl, like rejuvenated, like it got my circ like my circulation going or something like that. Cause I felt like afterwards I was like amped up like, whoa. 
that was it's like hitting the reset button. Um, I feel like if I were uh, leaning the other way sexually, I could probably spit pop, an egg, a raw egg, one off to that video. Raw, spit a raw egg, and it's egg pass. They was just passing the egg. I'll link, I'll tweet the video from the podcast Twitter account so everybody can go on and like look at that and like say what you will about that. Um, let me see. So. We don't really care about the royal family that much, right? That Prince Harry and uh Of course Meghan not. Markle. But uh yeah, I didn't really read the article, but I heard that they're they're just out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they split. They're ups. Mm-hmm. Deuces. Mm-hmm. And um I know we have Canadian friends and majority Canadian listeners, but I I, yeah. I, I do wanna say that I think it's incredibly corny that uh Tim Hortons offered them free Tim Hortons for life if they became Canadian. That's weird. That's really weird. All the Tim bits you can eat. Mm. Come on over. I don't think I don't think they have a problem paying for Tim Hortons. I still recall like when I went and I like did the cup lip the lip cup flip shit and I won some shit. That was what? really cool. Uh they have the cups. What you do is you flip the lip in order to see if you won something. Uh, and I think I won another coffee, but holy it, shit, it's very rare to like win something when you when you do that. I was just the chosen one that time, but people win like TVs and shit. We don't have that many Tim Hortons here. I think that's an East Coast thing in America. Uh we they're all over uh, Michigan. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. That's okay. why I've been. If you go deep enough, if you go far enough north into Michigan, you get hit some Tim Hortons. I can't think about Tim Hortons without remembering that lady who took a shit into her hand and threw it at a dude in the Tim Hortons. Yeah, that doesn't happen at Dunkin' Donuts, guys. No, I really don't. Dunkin' Donuts, they got them dicks on them. You're going to get shot fucking around. The Indian niggas do not. Pakistani or Indian. I'm not sure which one. It can be anybody. If you want to get to the franchise, they welcome you with open arms. But they do not. Do not fuck around you gonna play around with these 7-eleven subway individuals especially in like let's be honest food desert neighborhoods you're gonna get your ass blammed they got enough money for like bulletproof glasses you don't think they got something back there for your ass it's going down i've seen it i've seen it you've seen them bust out the gold-plated blicky the gold-plated blicky my um stepfather actually had a grocery store for a little bit he's from um Where's he from? Palestine. Yeah, he had it. He had that shit in the office. I was like, what are you doing with this? He was like, eh, you never know. I was like, dog, people come in here to buy eggs and milk and shit. Like, what are you? Like, nobody gonna come in here on bullshit. But I digress. Um, I finished watching The Witcher. Oh. Yeah, did you start and finish that? I did. And, uh... Hey, man. <laughs> It's been coming up a lot lately, and I'm not trying to be gross, but uh, I'd, I'd get it on with pre-transformation Yennefer. No. No. Uh-uh. Nah. You just gotta expand your mind. Mm-mm. No. It was, there was just a lot of things going on. I like how she was, like, deformed, per se, but her titties were perfect. I don't know if those were CGI titties, or if they like actually just like left those alone when they were doing makeup and costume no see she was cool the boobs were nice mm, why wouldn't you why not i wasn't really into that there was a lot going on I'm, i mean physically from a physical perspective no, even though i try not cool. to discriminate. no no and then they had that clip where she was riding meat all crazy yeah i didn't like mm, i didn't like that she was dope yeah no the character development was like really interesting and really cool have you ever finished a Witcher game, though? Yes. Okay. Part three. You I did? You finished it? it? Did yeah. you do the DLC? No. Okay. Got you. I get too distracted. I start doing side quests. So that... I've, like, been on the fence about getting it again. Just getting, like, the whatever edition that has all the shit in it. But, like, I don't know. Mm. Whatever. But, yeah. I played part three. I liked it. Okay. Got you. I want to finish two. Might finish three. But I think... Henry Cavill did a did a pretty good job of um you know depicting what Garrett's like and shit like that. And it ended on a good note. 
I show. actually I expected to dislike it more. I thought it was it didn't uh pull me in completely immediately, but I gave it a chance and it was fine overall. Mm-hmm. One thing is uh that man is is oddly shaped. I'm sure uh, we I think we touched on that. Yeah, like a, a lot of people like, like it. Upside the upside down isosceles triangle with legs basically is what we say. And a lot that. of people are saying he's hot even in that nasty wig. I say his hottest role was Mission Impossible. You did. You, yeah, you called it. Okay, that, that was last ass. episode. I think we did. You're I've still been, horny for Henry. I've just been having this. This has been coming up in my hot people flashes. message me. Be like, no, people message me and be like, okay, well, he's the hottest in The Witcher, then Superman. And I'm like, what? No. Nah, Superman, he was just weird looking. Like, it was too much skin on his face. Like, the nigga needs some sort of facial hair. Because his face button. Well, in the beginning of Superman, when he's working on the oil rig or whatever, I guess that was how he had that beard. Oh, he did have a beard, didn't he? Why he shave that off? What was the reason for shaving that off? Why have can't Superman seen? have a beard? Yeah, nah, I guess nah, I guess it fits his like Boy Scout persona to like just be butt naked in the face. Um, but I think uh, I don't know. So you like The Witcher? Cool. I did. You I keep thinking. <laughs> no, I keep thinking about the egg pass. Honestly, how many times do you think you can pass a raw egg between you? It's like not even the egg that grossed me out. It's like there's the previous person's saliva mixed in. I don't. I just. I don't want a raw egg in my mouth ever. Let alone get it from somebody else. Like, you never wondered what it tastes like. You never saw Rocky. Like, wasn't it Rocky? He did that yeah. shit. And was eating them shits. Is it that bad for you? You get salmonella, but you probably won't. Mm, okay. There's just no reason to do that. I don't get it. I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out. Okay, I'm gonna circle back because I still have more thoughts about it. I'm trying to figure out why the. The activities that are chosen to join these affiliations or um, organizations—you got to prove yourself, man. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out why certain things are chosen. You well, know. especially now that they crack down, that like there's a lot on of, hazing. There's a lot of shit you can't do. No, like you can't uh, drink toilet water no more. Yeah, or like uh, do stuff to people's rectums, beat people, put stuff in people's butts. There was one thing uh, many years ago where they they found out that this fraternity was like pinning medals to people's bare skin on their chest. Uh uh-uh. uh uh uh. It was white dudes, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Good. But I don't know. Once you get into that fraternity world, I, I think race goes out the window. No, actually, you know what? I will, for obvious reasons, I will say that I feel at least. With black fraternities that I've seen, um, there's more relatability there. These are black dudes, and I'm like, all you right. You got to eat five Popeye's biscuits with no drink. Nah, bro. Through your ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, you know, there's at least some familiarity there. I'll say the white fraternities are the scariest because, you know, and I know this is a generalization, but, like, let's say, you take people that feel entitled to certain things and you group them together and now they feel more entitled to certain things because they're a part of an organization. That's pretty scary to me. And it wasn't like, you know, we've seen several cases of like Brock Turner and all types of other shit. Like they get away with a lot. They do a lot. Um, I'm not fucking with it. I feel like, yeah, nah, because there are certain crimes that can be perpetrated. And for you to get away with that shit, this is like, yeah, yeah, I just want motherfuckers locked up. Well, you should go back in time and go to college and be in a fraternity so you can uh, have a worldwide brotherhood network and commit crimes and get away with them. Why don't we just, uh, I wish I could just commit crimes and get away with them. Why don't we just start an organization of our own? What do you think would happen if we made merch that looked like greek lettering and it was just like podcast merch how do you think that would go down it would amuse me but socially do you think there would be any implications whatsoever we don't have like a lot of cloud or anything we, we can only really go up from here we should just do something terrible and go no, viral. No. <laughs> it's an option i remember beyonce dropped some like ivy park shit after she did the netflix special and people 
were online saying like, nah, you can wear that Ivy Park shit if you want to. You're going to get snatched up in the streets for wearing Greek lettering. I'm like, what? Let me record you stomping the yard. Right. No, nigga. No, no. Nah, I don't do that shit. <laughs> I want it to blow up so hard. Nah, bro. We not going to be doing nah, that. Nah, we got something for Delancey. Yes, this ain't a game. Ass. Next time we see this nigga, it's his butt that's going to get spat in. <laughs> like, what? Stop threatening people over the internet, man. That's what I want to say. Like, that. don't do it. Especially over, like, articles of clothing. You look silly. You know? I think that if... Your organization stands for something and you're doing certain things. Don't don't be concerned with what with what somebody has on. It's a shirt. You know what I'm saying? My grandfather has a certain um he had a sweatshirt. I don't know if it was a I don't know what fraternity or organization it was, but he gave it to me. He's like, Yeah, you can have this. And then my dad snatched it from me once I got home. I was like, Yeah, this is my sweatshirt. He's like, Whoa, no. Do not wear that. And I was like, why? Hell no. He's like, somebody's going to try and beat your ass. They run up on you. Um, Ashley Ray, who was online, tweeted about receiving a a fraternity sweater or sweatshirt from her father. Um, By the way, Ashley Ray is also a comedian and uh, is from Chicago. Really good person. You should check her shit out if you get the chance. But I digress. She was wearing something from her late father. And a dude ran up. I don't know if he was barking, but he was yelling at her. <laughs> he was yelling at her about wearing this organization's shit. And when she let him know, it was like, you know, this is the only thing I have from my father who passed away. The dude felt like a shitty person from what I understood because she tweeted about this and stopped. I was like, this is what happens when you jump the gun and you go out to protect inanimate objects or maybe the ideal behind them. Like, bro, use your common sense. You know what I'm saying? You know what that reminds me of? <clears throat> this isn't quite the same, but people have been posting lately, like, don't wear Adidas joggers with Nike shoes. Yeah. And a Reebok hat. Yeah. Why? Why not? Right. Who's going to stop me? Like, come on now. Who My sweatsuit doesn't match. Who's going to stop me? Like, ain't nobody going to beat my ass, nigga. Like, come on now. <laughs> This is the we we issue a challenge right now. This is no. I, I'm think not about all the things combined that we've done and nobody has fucked us. I was up. about to say this is the beat our ass challenge. Like if you catch us in the Chicago area, but I thought about the movie The Warriors and I was like, do I want to? Yeah, we live in Chicago. There's a lot of no. We not. We just, like nah. Don't do it. Don't do it. We if just, we lived in Iowa, I would be like, yeah, this is a real yeah, challenge. You see us, us beat our ass. Like <laughs> I, you saw me hesitate because immediately I was like, here's a ch- <sighs> no, nah. Like Chicago's very. It feels smaller and smaller the older I get. Don't don't beat our ass. Ain't nothing in that. Ain't nothing. Ain't nothing to be received from that. You gonna get shot. First and foremost, um, who shot you? Who shot you? Uh, how do you feel about John Boyega trolling uh, Star Wars fans after he finished up the trilogy? Good. He doesn't owe these people anything. <laughs> and you know what? They also did his character dirty in that trilogy. He needed to make his money and get out, and he did the right thing. As soon as that nigga was done, he was just like, hey, I'll fuck y'all. Like, for real. It's the fans. It's so funny to me. He made a video using all the tweets of negative things that they sent him. And put it on Instagram. It was amazing. It was really, really it, good. It reminds me of, uh, I think you got to be a certain age to know about this. But uh, when Homer Simpson got uh, hired by the Itchy and Scratchy show to play a character. And then he went to Comic-Con. And they're like, how come in episode 258, when they're playing a, a skeleton like a xylophone. And he hits two ribs and it makes two different notes. And I'm like, what? Like, what? That's what people are doing to John Boyega. Fucking nerd. Like, how come the Sith holocron? He's like, I don't know and I don't care. Get the fuck away from me. He got his money. The movies are over. He said he's not going to do a Disney Plus series. He's going to do some other shit now. Yeah. The shit started because uh, Ray Lowe's, they're called, apparently. The people that were shipping Ray and Kylo Ren or whatever the characters are named. Which I don't understand. Sorry. No. They were upset that it didn't work out. We have a. a hardcore Raylo friend on Twitter, but I I don't get it. We Sorry, do. Guys. It's not. It's not. It's not. What's it called? Is it VG? I don't know who you're talking about. Um. All right. I'm not gonna say that name right now. 
But she frequent she frequently comments um about certain antics and she is into Korean pop. Oh no, no. Oh, thank God. She don't give a fuck about Star Wars. Oh, good. She cool it as was hell. Funny. She's still cool. I was, I was messaging worried. her about it and she was like she was like, I thought it sucked, but like it was fine because I don't care about Star Wars. And I was like, Well, I'm still gonna send you eighteen more paragraphs about it. All right, cool. She's still cool in my book. I was worried that she was one of those. Hey man, she's been uh going buck wild with this makeup, man. Oh word? She's balling. She got uh expensive makeup and has been been serving looks with it. Okay, all right. Check that out. All right, I'm I can say your ad name now that I know. Like, yeah, everybody gotta go on her page and uh say sexual stuff under herself. Whoa. Okay, I'll do it. <laughs> I've been waiting. <laughs> I've been waiting. Nah. Okay. Cool. Um, so that's know. at Vintage Ginger. Oh, this nigga really dropped the at bring, name. Bring your hardest dick. Don't take a picture of it though. Like, uh, know. did you? The Raylo thing reminds me of you. How that nigga? show? Did you oh, watch the it? Show. No, not yet. Have you? It's a show that I have no interest in. But I was in L.A. And oh, uh, you was. We were supposed to film a music video. And do some stuff with uh, my famous rapper cousin. And uh, some stuff fell through. Choo-choo. So we ended up uh, binge watching the second season of you. And you motherfuckers are crazy. Yeah. He's the worst person ever. And he's not even good at killing. Nah, he's sloppy. One of the people he kills in the second season was by accident. Mm. Mm. That's unfortunate. You never, just... you never accidentally called a body before? Look, it's, man. It's, and it's, then he's like, time to clean this blood up. And he's like, whoa, like blood's going everywhere. It's like, just stop. And it's the second season. You mm. had you didn't figure it out the first season. I didn't see the first season. It's hard to get the blood up when it's an accident because you didn't really plan for it. So you, it's best to have the preparations ahead of time so you have an easier cleanup. But I don't know. I mean, from what I've heard, at least. Let's, let's end the episode now. You want to end the episode? Yeah. Wait, hold on. <laughs> so did I haven't you, actually killed it. Did you do your PlayStation thing where it tells you how many hours and what games you played? Of course I did. How many hours did you get? Um, When I checked personally, this motherfucker told me that I have 810 hours of gameplay. Um, My top games were Dead by Daylight. Number one, which I hunt with 173 hours. Yeah, you be playing them broke people games. Hey, fuck you, nigga. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> number two was Grand Theft Auto V uh, with 86 hours. I don't know how that happened. And then number three was Apex Legends with 85 hours. I don't. I don't think this is accurate. I didn't play those last two games that that much. I think it is. Well, my totals are incredibly low, and it's funny because. People be getting mad at me like you always on that game, and I'm like I'm really not. Mm-hmm. I only had 279 total hours. Oh really? Oh wow! I, I expected more. But shout that. out to at I'm double underscore R for even I didn't even know that you PlayStation was doing this year and thing. I was oblivious. Yeah, no, I saw I've had PS4 since it came out. Uh, this man had 2,200. Nah, you bullshitting, Reginald. What are you doing, <laughs> Reginald? And the, the, the majority of them were on uh, Destiny, he says. Oh, Reginald. <laughs> I just like saying his name because it's your name as well. And anytime I talk about weed, I'm just like, who's smoking Reginald? These niggas be like, come on, Brad, bro, stop. Please stop. I'm like, nah, nah, nah. Y'all be smoking the Reginald. Um, damn, that's a lot of hours, nigga. What was you doing? Two of my top three games are games I got in the last two months, so... Yeah, makes sense, makes sense. Um, God damn, that's a lot of hours. He be putting work in. That nigga be grinding. It's a grinding-ass game, so I understand why why that would happen. That makes sense to me. Uh, we giving random shout-outs to people on Twitter, apparently, so I just want to shout-out also original, what is this, JCL? For being, uh, for being around and interactive with all of the... Um, <laughs> nonsense and the episodes and the tweets and stuff like that you know what i'm saying damn i you know i always wanted to do like an episode where we just shout out people that fuck with our episodes fuck with um what's going on you gotta do it to like a beat though oh for real uh nah you got a beat for me right now 
No, I mean, I'm not going to beatbox. I'm saying when they do that shit on the radio or whatever. I thought about that, yeah, but I like, was hoping you would start beatboxing. These are though. the top ten callers of the week. Yeah, no, I was hoping you'd start beatboxing. Yeah, yeah. So you're just not going to. Yeah, keep doing that. Keep doing that. Keep doing that. All right, cool. Shouts out to what the fuck, WTF, Risby. We fuck with you. Thanks for listening to the episodes. That's real legit. Uh, annoying basis. Annoying underscore basis. Shouts out to you. You be helping out. You real legit. Give a super shout out to Tokyo underscore Martian who's been on the episodes before. Instead of a O, it's a zero. Thank you for being helpful. Um, you know what I'm saying? Little uh, little vintage thing. You ain't shit, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> also uh like okay sure at like okay sure you legit you super legit all right you can stop <laughs> this, is, this is a good place to end the episode i think we are good and i got a haircut at uh 130 so yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna get moving it's about that time yeah exactly that all right peace out we can gave shout outs i'm not gonna do no more but thank you for everyone we didn't mention yet uh, DJ Dope Vibe. I just wanted to toss that in there as well. Um, Eric, uh, Josh, Lil B, the Bass Lord, and um, Josh, you got you guys suspended. I don't know what your shit is right now. What the fuck was it? What the fuck was it? Raiding season? Something like that. All right, cool. All right, that's about it. Everyone else we didn't mention. Thank you for being cool. Thank you for being supportive. Thank you for listening. And we will catch you later. Here's the drop. Peace out. Hey, y'all. If you enjoyed the episode, don't forget to subscribe and follow us on your favorite streaming platforms and social media. We have a lot of content we plan to release via Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Also, rating us five stars on iTunes really helps a lot. Last but not least, we have merch available on SpitchEssence.com.